So today we'll conclude Hilchas Esum Mizbeach, Perik Hevav and Zayn. Perik Hevav is going to discuss um, other items that are forbidden to be marked on the Mizbeach, and we'll touch upon the dinim of Malichim when it comes to Karbani. Salachal, Seir Vidvash, any leaven, leavening item, product or honey, any sweetener, Asurim Lagavi and Mizbeach. Visurim Bachal Shahin, even the smallest drop of honey, we are forbidden to be marked on the Mizbeach. Shunim Kechal, Salachal Dvash, the Sektirov again. If you marked it as a carbon or together with a carbon, not if you use it for fuel, as we'll see. Whether you are marked a tarevis that, that contains dvash or the dvash itself, or you are marked this and the dvash together, you are chayv malchus. But in that case, you have Marcus once, even though you're doing, you're being marked to both this and the together. So if you've marked this individually and you marked the Dvash individually, you have two Marcus. But if you marked the same Dvash together because it's under one love, you only have one Marcus. Basically. Even the smallest amount of Sir Dvash into the a, into a Kteris, the entire mixture is forbidden. When you have Marcus, if you mark this Tarevis in the on the Mizbech Azov, if you mark at least the share of a Kazais, Gimel, if one uh, brought a leavening agent or sweetener on top of the Mizbech for purpose of fuel, Potter, even, even if one is marked as something that isn't roi for haktare, as the Rambam will list in the following halacha, together with honey or with a leavening item, being that those other items, even though they shouldn't have been brought to the Mizbeach, but they are of a species that one can bring to the Mizbeach, you also chayv malkis for the haktare s'sayodvash. In that case, what is an item... That uh, that the Rambam, what are the items that the Rambam is referring to? The Hamaylim of Sar Chatas V'Yashim. If one uh, brings on top of the Mizbech the meat of a Chatas or an Ashim, or a Mipsar Kachim Kalim, or a Mishari Hamnachis, Mishari Hamnachis is after you do the Kmitza, the left, the rest, the leftover Minchas eaten by the Kehanim. So all these items shouldn't be burnt in the Mizbech; they should be eaten. Or a Mimaisar Ha'Omer. Again, after we mark the Kmitza, the Omer, the rest is eaten. Or a Mechatas Oif, or a Melachem Apanim, which they Halachem, which is when we bring on Shavuos, and we like Hashem and Shem Tzeira. All these items should be eaten. So one who burns on the mizbeach together with these items, the leavening agent or sweetener, whether it was burnt on the actual marache or on the ramp, loike. Even though none of the host agents are, are, are fit to be brought on the mizbeach, nevertheless, because they are called the term carbon, because as we find regarding the lacham of shavuos. Carbon ratios takrivo isim lashem again. So just when it comes to the lachem of shavuos, we see it has a gather of carbon. So from there we learn regarding regarding all other kachim and manachis that are eaten by the kehanim, that they are also considered carbon in this regard. That if instead of being eaten, they are burnt on mizbech together with seren devash, we chayiv for being marked with seren devash. Hey, v'chein also lahakter on mizbech davim called davim elosh and ruin hakter. Needless to say, says the Raman that uh, there's an issue to be marked with these things that should be eaten and not burnt. Again, besides chatas v'shamis, which joining manachis v'chayizman. Any any carbon that part of that animal is being burnt on the that whatever is remaining, whatever is left for the kohanim, there's an isa to burn it. The person burns the limbs of an animal that is not kosher 
For example, a camel or a donkey. Even though this isid is derived from an assay, it's a lava bomb the Torah tells us explicitly only that we should be makriv and makriv from an animal that is toy. We should eat and be makriv from an animal that is toy. From which we deduce that we shouldn't eat an animal that is not kosher or be makriv an animal that's not kosher. But says it, even though it's a lava bomb nevertheless, nevertheless, just like when it comes to the Achila. The same is that we learn one should not eat something that's not kosher. Is a lava bomb a say? And you have Malkus for that. So too, regarding the Hakrave, which is also a lava bomb a say, you also have Malkus. Have a mark of every Chai Tahira. One is mark of the Ever of a Chaya, which is not fit for carbon because it's undomesticated. Over by a say, Vayner like it. How do we know that he's over the assay? The lava bomb says, that you cannot bring, for example, a deer or an ibex. Again, if I gaze over a of carbon, one who steals by stealth or by force an animal, and he's marking it as a carbon fossil. He used to say that it's an Elena Sratzi, he has to bring another carbon. Even though generally we say it also has to be in the gulf of the item, but in this case we say that that This applies even if he's bringing a carbon chatos with a stolen behemoth. If there's yir shalom, he fulfills his chiyuf. But there's one, there's a case when we say that even if there is yir, it's a health nish. What's that the Kanas Mizbeach? They said that if everybody knows the item that you're bringing is stolen, the same applies to any of the card. Also, one that if everybody knows that it's a stolen animal, then 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 it tarnish bring. Ches, again, if Eilos Chaveri Vikriva Stam, if the oven designated an animal to be an Eilos, Shimon steals it. And it's brought to the Mizbeach stam without intent. This kapra boha ba'im honi shenim. So Reuven's kapard misdoing is niskapid was pshat. He brought an oil. So an oil is brought if you don't do an asay. For bitul asay, bring an oil. Test aim of yemenachis and asachim. We do not bring the flour or the oil or wines. Loim in a teva, loim in a chadash. Kaidim loim before it's brought on the first day of Pesach. Not from a mixture of, of produce that is mixed, holen and thrown together. And if he did bring his items, I don't have Kedush as a goof. And that Kedush should be transferred to money and other items should be brought with those funds. again was brought in Shavuos. So even though the Chadash is Mati, Tuvua, for a regular individual, for, for a regular Yid, but when it comes to the Menachis, we say that the new flower should be used only after the Shtei is brought in Shavuos. But being that the Mutter for regular consumption after Pesach, so if after the fact you brought a Minch, from the Chadash before Shavuos, kosher they are kosher. We may bring the Sachim from wine that was set aside, that is Muksa and Yantif. This din doesn't necessarily apply to Shabbos. There's a Chumr in this din when it comes to Yantif. It says Rambam that 
um, when it comes to Nesachim, that there's generally a chum, when it comes to wine that is mukse, which is a chum that is specific to Yamtiv, it doesn't apply to using it as Nesachim on the Mizbech. It's a mitzvah to salt all animals before, all limbs of the animal before they brought it to be burnt to the Mizbech. There's nothing that is brought onto the Mizbech without salt. With the exception of the wine of the Nesachim, the libations, blood, doesn't require sprinkling, and eitzim. I don't know how you melech eitzim, but eitzim also don't require melechim. Okay, so quite big, a lot of discussion because when it comes to tzli, it doesn't require melech yafe yafe. But generally, the tzli takes out the dam. So what, this, what some explain, what, what does that mean? Because when it comes to melech you're going to first do shriya, then do melech then do shriya again. But if it's melech you salt it and you straight put it on the edge. You don't have to wait. That's pshat in the Rambam. It's like kibasa tzli. You don't have to wait after you salt it to put it on the mizbech. You salt it straight away, you put it on the mizbech. Um, oh, that's that's a good question because machos stories it's not mashma that by melichel tzli also needs yafi yafi. It's, it's a good kasher. V'umalach kasher who if you even put tafilu gab begargi melach echad one kernel of salt kasher. Base hikriv meloy melach klal meloy melach klal if you didn't zalts it at all like it. Even though your high milk is a carbon kosher of hurtzer, the carbon is a scabble. Chutz, with the exception of mincha, shamelach ma'akeh bekmitzeh. If you didn't salt the kmitzeh, it's a health nisht. The mincha is not a scabble. Shenemar lekshash with melach bris or lekechal miyam chasechal. And give a melach from mechum bekal karbonis mishat zibur comes from the communal funds. K'may ha'etzim just like the wood of the marachim. Vein ha'yachid maybe melach ha'etzim the karbonim ibeisay. Can't bring your carbon and decide you're gonna bring it together with it your own salt. You gotta first donate it to the tzibur, and then uh, it may be used. There were three places in which they stored the salt. So now we take a trip back to Hilgit base of Chire. So let's open the picture over here that we have. There were three places in the base of where they stored the salt. Belishka Samelach, which is on the left side of after one enters Shani Kne. That was the first Lishka. Belishka Samelach. That's where salt was kept. Right over there. After the yeah, in the Israel. And that's the Yisrael. So this is how Yimelchan erased the kachim. They would keep the salt with which they were meleach the height of the kachim. They weren't melechet in the lishka samach. They were melechet in the lishka next to it in the lishka sapar. Um, parvo, yeah. Vagabe hakevesh Yimelchan hayivarim. They had salt on the kevesh on the ramp where they salted the yivarim. They had more salt on the top of the Mizbeach, which is where they salted the Kemes and the Lovena, and the Menachis Nisrafes, such as the Mincha of the Kain Chinuch, and the Eila Sa'if. Right, but in the base of Chiri, it says that's where the salt was kept. It was actually salted in the base of Pari. Fine. Perik Shishidama will discuss, Lam is going to discuss Psulim that. Uh, that gives the wine a smoky flavor, a ruined flavor. Or flour that is warmed, wormy. You shouldn't mix 
flour with oil that has a bad smell or taste. The logs of wood that are used in the marachal should be from good wood. They shouldn't have worms in them. If a wood got worms when it was wet, possible. If it got if it got a worm when it was dry, so you've got to take up the worm, obviously, and then you you scrape off the place of where the worm was. That's a If you have a, uh, a churba, you can't use the beams of the churba for the marache. You've got to chop down wood and bring it fresh. If you makdish an item from the nesachim, that is inherently possible. It's meoshin, it's mevushal, as we'll see later. Or in kabamum, because we're not. You makdish a bamum, chaymalchus. Because it's not for the mizbech. And so these items also not fit for the mizbech, but it's a suffix if the, if the mouth applies to these items as well. Now, a is the flower, the yain and the wine, the shaman and the oil of halavain, the hoifes and the birds, the hoitzim, or clay shades, and an item that they use in the base of mikdash, shenifsulo, or shenitmo, that are disqualified or atomic. So, in pay the nason, they are not redeemed, shenemar, the hemid veherich, right? Koshiesh, nebahamadan erach. An item, in order for its kedusha to be redeemed, has to be able to stand in front of the coin for an evaluation. The kalim and all these nesach and the daimim, they can't stand. They can't stand in front of the coin for the coin to be made. So they got to be. So if if the tummy, the pasul, they have to be uh, um, have to be nignas. Hey, I'll be mad if I'm going to Wednesday above apply. So being that it's generated in Kishares, it doesn't just have Kedushas Hadamim, it has Kedushas Haguf. The moment it has Kedushas Haguf, it's inherently Kedush. So if a Pesul occurs to these items, there's nothing we can do with it now. We can't be part of the Kedusha. So we bury them. If well, they only have Kedushas Hadamim, so then, in it more Nifzalu, we talk and may redeem their Kedushas Hadamim. But if before the place in a Kishares, it doesn't have Kedushas Haguf, i.e. it only has Kedusha Sadamim and the perfectly fine, there's no issue with these items. Even though they weren't placed inside the Klee, because there's nothing wrong with them. With the exception of a Minchas which is the three Kabanis that you bring. Um, this is one of the three Kabanis of a carbonate of a One is Shus Edus, was beaten to Mizvikas If you mamash poet, you bring the Mincha. We'll expand, we'll expand on this din. Um, uh, um, in Hilchish uh, Gagis, from the Psukim, it changes from Mechatase, and later in the Pasik, it uses the word Alchatase, which teaches us that if he was poor and he designated Mincha, and then he became rich, so he takes his Mechatase and he adds Alchatase, even though the Mincha is perfectly fine. Only in that case do we say that you can take a perfectly fine Mincha and redeem the Kadosh, even though there's nothing wrong with which it. Which case? In the case of an Ani, that became an Asher before he was Mark of the Mincha. And then you could? And then we say we can transfer the Kadosh, even though there's nothing inherently wrong with the Mincha. Lufikach, in the words of the Raman, Kedem Shedeskadish Bikisharis, Harik Kadosh is Domin. And in that case, a Pedonaisa Afal Pishit Tahira, Bachal Hanasacham Shinitmo, Fenivanasacham became Tommy, Oisel, Hen Maracha Bifni Atman, the Serfim Bamizbeach. Um, ah, so when it came to the Nasachim that became Tommy, we have a, a special Maracha on Mizbeach where they are burnt on. What happens if the Mayim that you drew up for Nisach HaMayim became Tomei? And according to one explanation, Shabbos, so there would be an issue to now be Mamala again. 
So there's no other option. So what do we do? Vishikan Vitiram, you did Hashake, commissions by Betiris, you put it inside of a Kaili, you do Hashake, you let the water of the mikvah cover over the Kaili, in which case the mind becomes Tahir. It's the only case where we say that food can become Tahir again. So if the Tumah entire process occurred before you placed the mime inside the keli of the base of Mikdash, they attained Tumah after they were already placed inside a keli of the base of Mikdash, so if the Psul occurred before they were Kedush, fine. But if the Psul occurred after they were Kedush, we say it was set aside because of the Tumah, let it stay aside forever. Zayin, but I'm shinit of all of the grapes became tummy. They have to do again. Uh, so, yeah, it's a mistame. It's a good kasha. He brings down, what, what does he say in the Horus? Alright. If all of the grapes become tummy, we should extract the juice if these, if the all of the grapes are less than the size of a bear. And the juice that comes out from the makasha from the sach. And what the Ramam is saying, the word of the Ramam is that if we have a olive that is the exact size of a beitzah, so the moment you begin to squeeze out the juice, perforce the shir is going to be less than a beitzah. But because it will be a chashash that you're going to squeeze out juice, from, an, from a grape that is more than a beta, in which case the juice is going to become tummy. But Chamin made it a Khan, you should only take out the juice from an honor of that is less than a beta. Even though if you, Nachman, even though if you squeeze out juice from, an, from, a, from a grape that is, that is an exactly beta, it's also fine. Because the moment you squeeze it, you have less than a beta in the olive or in the grape. But because you might squeeze out from a shear that is more than a beta, you're only allowed to squeeze out the juice if the olive is less than a beta. Fine. Ches, Maili said also Chacham Bekachim. There was a episode that the made, uh, not episodes, a episode that the made by Kachim, that Shazraim Shinitmo, if you have seeds that are Kedish, the Makdish seeds, and it became Tommy, even if you sold them and now new crops grew from them, even though regular Khulim became Tommy, the Gedulim is tired. But because these aren't regular Khulim Kedish, so even the growth from it, even the Gedulim, are also possible uh, from the Sachem. Shane Kachim. They do attain Tumah in regards to Karbanis. These are the wines that are smoking flavor. It's cooked over fire. Good. It was cooked under the sun until its taste changed. So all these are possible, even with the other. But he let it cook under the sun, but the time didn't change. Wine from the vat that he didn't wait 40 days after pressing. Wine from grapes that one had supported by a trellis. I.e., they didn't grow naturally on the ground. Or wine that came from grapes that were planted in a very dry land. Or wine that came from grapes that were planted in a manured field, in which case it's putting the time of the yayin. Or a vineyard that had around it crops, grain that grew, which is machlish the koyach of the anav. It doesn't create kilayim, but it weakens the, 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 the potency of the wine. Or yain kerem shleinevad. Or a vineyard that was grown unintentionally, it was left to grow in the wild. Called Elohayenis Loyavel Chatchiler. Then here we caution. 
was left uncovered overnight. If one um, uh, put leaves of a fig tree over a, a vine, even though there's no key line, why is it? The smell of the wine has changed. We have fine flour, of which the majority of it has been warmed out. Or the majority of the kernels that from which one makes the chitim have become warmed out. Again, the majority of the kernels, not the majority of the kernel. The majority of the kernels. It says that if the majority of one kernel is warmed out, that is a suffix. It's a suffix if it's placed in the entire tree. Any fine flour that has coarse flour inside it is possible. The base case of him, how do you check if the fine flour is mixed with coarse flour? So Machtas Gizbel to Sechasilis, the Gizbar, puts his hand on top of the sack of flour. If when he removes his hand, he can see there's particles of the flour on his hand. Because it's not managed fine. Otherwise, it would fall off his hand. If, if however, fine flour of grain that was planted in a very arid and dry land, a base has volume, or land that had a lot of manure, a base elon, or in an orchard, or grew in the wild, not from a field that one had uh, plowed and grew with intent, so the same that applies to the Messiah of wine also applies to Tavu. What's the difference between the fine flour and the coarse flour? So Kemach is, he'll, he's going to give us the uh, rundown of how we make fine flour in the next Perik. But over here, that he says in the halacha... If it has Kemach, it's possible, right, because you have to, you have to sift it, there's a certain way of, of processing the flour to make it kosher. If it hasn't reached that stage, then it's possible. So why is it, why is it not possible? What's because we need soilus, we cannot use Kemach. What makes it... So, so even if it's uh, even if it's a little bit of kema, like yeah, if it's namamish soilus, it has to be soilus. Right, as 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 we'll see regarding the oil as well for the nesachim for the menorah. But that will wait for the next is, Oh wow, no. So so if it's yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, gimel. Yeah, chitim What happens if an animal eats kernels of grain, and it uh, the the animal the animal made. Right? And the kernels came out. So And then you took those kernels from the dung, you planted them, the grain grew. Can you use those can you use those fresh stalks enough? These are the oils that are possible. Why um Oil from olives that one had soaked in water, or oil from olives that one had cooked or pickled, oil that one extracted from the dregs, oil has a repugnant smell, however, oil that comes from olives of an olive tree that is that that, uh, that was that grew with manure, or from an olive tree that grew in a very dry land, or an olive tree that was that had grain around it, or oil that was extracted from from olives that hadn't yet fully grown, all the menachas and the sachem can be brought from grain 
and from grapes and from olives, aside from Yisrael, aside from Chutz Laaretz, Mina Chadash, Mina Yashin, without you, Mina Mufcha, you got to bring the best of the best. Chutz Mina Oimer Veshtei Alechem, which is Borton Shulos. Sheinan Boyn Ela Mina Chadash, Umi Eretz Yisrael. Okay, we move on to the final Perek Perek Shvi, but the Ram is going to continue the discussion of Mufcha. I love this word. Not everything that is not possible Just because it's not possible doesn't mean we should go. That should be the first uh, first option. Okay, so what does that mean? You shouldn't bring a sheep that is weak or unattractive. Doesn't have a physical move. You got to bring from the best. Neichol is a deceiver. That he says, Kilo, there's no more, but you look at the sheep, it's a, it's a shriveled sheep. So, yeah. Sheep that have very broad backs from Chevron, Mavin, Agolim, and Asharin, cows from the Sharon, the Gizalis, Mehar, Hamelech, all these are locations in Eritrea, so you can see on the map, and birds from Haramelech, Mavin, Yang, Mikarchayim, Vahalutahim, these are two locations in Eritrea, where we bring wine from the Silas, Mimichmash, Viechano, fine flour from these two locations, Mavin, Shemin, Vitakoya, and oil from Tekoya. Call it a Machadash and Chenel Marache, Fresh wood, meaning wood that one not ha- that one did, uh, didn't use for building or for for, comp- for a carpenter. Um, it's fresh from the tree. Use for the marachim. For the hemivim, they shall They wouldn't bring. They wouldn't chop down fig and olive trees for the marachim. Biyishuv. Um, interesting. This is that out. Yeah, inside Yishuv it's Israel. The Obishal Ega is Obishal Ish Shemen. In other words, what does it mean? Mishim, 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 these are the wood, these are the trees where they would bring the woods from from branches of a fig tree that grow in the wild, from a nut tree, this doesn't refer to an olive tree. It's a different type of it's not the it's not the regular olive tree. I'm not quite sure how you translate it. It's from a, from a fast burning tree, a tree whose wood it catches onto fire very quickly. The logs of wood that Moshe Rabbeinu made were Amma Arikam Vama Rochavam, and Amma by an Amma, Vavyam, and the thickness was Kamachak Gadish Shosa. So the Machak Gadish was if a person is selling, say, a saw of grain, he would sell, he would pour the flour into the saw keli, but he would make sure he only sells a saw, that he doesn't sell more. So he would have a stick which he would pass over the container. Which would kind of peel, peel, remove that extra, those extra um, kernels of, uh, sorry, whatever, whatever he was selling. So that's called the machak gadish. It smoothened up the gadish. So it was about this, this thick. And the reason why Moshe made it by nama, nama by nama, because the maracha was five amis by five amis, two uh, nama on each side for the hilach, for the for, excuse me for the kronis, which gave the excuse, uh, which gave the interior. Three amis, and you had an am on each side for the hilach hakiyanu, which gave the interior an amah by an am. Um, so even though the base mikdash, the mizbech, and, and, and the base mikdash we had was lamed base amah thirty-two by thirty-two, the amah by amah cubes blocks that they used for the marachah state. What's um, how many cubes did you put on the marachah? However many one needed. So shnei gizeretz and kol yeh to put on two. What was the marachah gadish? 
My, it's about, uh, it says the thickness of a, about a nagudal, yeah. Enough to put over the container. How they sow the grains for the menaches and the nasachim. So, what they would do is that they would plow the whole field. Half of the field they would leave empty and they would plant the other half. They would then leave the half that they planted last year empty, and they would sow the other half 70 days before Pesach, which is, can anybody guess? Heshvat. Took me a while to do that. Um, and if you want to work with a field that you never worked with before, because here we're talking about you, you already worked it with the first year, so you leave half of the, half of the field into the second year. What happens if you want to plant year number one? So what do you do? So you plow twice. You then choose the choicest grains. And afterwards, yeah. Uh, yeah. And after you, after the grains grow, you choose the best ones. You would uh, pound them with your hands and also with your foot until the husks and shells are removed. Hey. Each, each of the kernels from Manachis required 300 times banging it with your hand, pounding it with your hand, and 500 times pounding it with your foot. So it's on this Seder. You first give it a zest with your hand, and then put it on your feet and bang it twice. Then, you then pound it twice with your hand, then three times with your foot. So one, two, two, three. One, two, two, three. Nimso, so kumta is at shalish shifais, bachamish beitas. For the entire batch of kernels, so that they were mamish, everything was, uh, all the soilus was removed. That's how you, that, all the chemicals removed, that's how you got good soilus. All the, the impurities. Now, when you panic with your hand, they would do it like this forward and backwards. So the forward and backwards motion is counted as one shifa. We don't say one, two, we say one. After you do the shifa and the beita, they ground very finely. Vav, what's the difference between kemach and seils? Like what we use today is considered kemach. It's considered kemach, yeah. It's not considered seils. So how would seils look? You can, you can get seils. You, I, when I was young, I went to a mill. So there they sold minus fine, fine flour, and posh, it looks different. It's, it's a clear white. It was fresh. Number one, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't commercial flour, but it, it, it you could it was right from the mill. You could see it was it was it was a different texture. It's, it's not talking about whole grain flour, huh? They're both very thin, like. Fine, but there's a difference. But, but there's a there's a there's a, a difference between flour that has the the subin inside. Thinner? It's thinner, yeah. It's more fine, yeah. It goes through the sifter much quicker. Lama What's shifa? Shifa is when you bang panning it with your hand, and beat it with your foot. So they would bring, they would, they would um, produce wine from grapes that grew near the ground. where your foot is, so mamish from the ground, where they're right next to the makirchaim. Um, from from vines that were that were tended to twice a year, and you would press them. They would store them in small jugs. 
I don't know if it's mitzad zugis, but they would keep them in groups of three. They wouldn't fill the barrel to the top. You go buy a pack of chips, crisps, excuse me. The half of the thing is air, right? So they would keep part of the barrel empty so that it wouldn't, uh, it would give it room to, uh, to, let the tar- to, to give it a flavor. When they remove the wine from the barrel, they don't take from the top because of the different sediments that rise to the top. Not from the bottom of the barrel because of the drags. They would use the wine or the middle of the barrel and from the middle part of that middle part. So to remove the wine, the gizba would sit next to the barrel. So we would remove it from the middle. Ah, they would they would store the barrels in groups of three, like a segue. Uh-huh. They wouldn't just keep them in, in different boxes. The giz would sit next to the barrel, he would bang a hole, and the wine would come out from the middle of the barrel. But if you saw that Shemar were coming out from the middle of the barrel, the wine should be brought from Asacham 40 days after sitting in the barrel. Um, about um, until about two years of age, slightly older or less. Then heavy yarn yashim mekamashon. What aged wine? Are is a kosher? Who should pass it down and provide it? It still has a good taste. Ches kishon minin b'shemen. There are nine levels when it comes to oil. The pnei shini ma'isov, and this has to do with the process of of uh, manufacturing it. Kesa what is applied? Zayis shigigre berisha zayis. Olives one specifically and intentionally hand picked from the top of the olive tree. He ground them and he put them in a basket. That's the first level, the highest level of Shman. He then put them into, as we see in this image, he put them into a olive press and he put the Kaira over them. This is the Kaira. So all the oil that comes out from it is a shani. And if he did this process again, he put the olives under the press and a third batch of oil came out. Fine. Now we have the second group of three. Our olives are one haphazardly collected and he, he brought them up to his roof. And then he took them down from his roof. He crushed them, put them in a basket. So Hashem Right, because it's not fresh from the tree. If you put it under the pole again to, to, to dry out or to keep it there for storage, so if you put it under the, the press again, now we have if one the last level, the last group of uh, of um, the last group of, of, of oils would be oils that come from olives that. Um, took a long time to mature. They didn't mature fully, and he brought them into his house, and they began to decompose. Shiyuko began to decompose. Vehelon vinigvon, and then he took them to his base habat, and he dried them. He then crushed and put them in a basket. So Hashem the oil that comes out from that load of olives is the seventh level. He then put them through the process of teina. Hashem He ground them a second time. Hashem so to be mistaken, we have three, three general levels of oil. We have oil that comes from olives that one is specifically picked from the top of an olive tree, which go through a sal and twice through the Te'ina Sabad. Then we have oil that comes from olives that one collected birbuvia and let them dry in his roof for a while, which he then crushed them in his sal 
and then put them through the tina sabad another two times. Then we have oil that comes from olives that uh, didn't mature and are beginning to be decompose. So that is the last group of, that is the last batch of oil. Seven, eight, and nine. Now, test. Even though all these levels of oil are kosher for the menaches, so, understand what he's saying over here. So, again, we have three different groups of oil. We have group one, two, and three. These come from the top of the tree. These come from mixed olives, and this comes from the this group of of, of oil comes from olives that are that are kind of uh, not fresh. So, even though all these different levels are kosher for menaches, harishin ain There's nothing higher than the harishin. You see why the Sheni and the Revi are equal? Shavin. Afterwards, we have the second level of Shlishi, Chamishi, and Shvi. These levels are also equal. Why? Because it's Shlishi, Larishin, Chamishi, Lashini, and Sheni, and Rishin, and Shvi. What do they all have in common? They all have in common. They're, they're on the same level in terms of status. Like, what, where do they all come from? This is from the first group of olives. This is from the second group of olives. This is from the third group of olives. It's the it's the third in status, it's Shlishilarishin, which is equal to the Shani Lashani, which is the level Khamishi in order of one to nine. But it's Shani Lashani in groups of three. <laughs> and then you have Achreim Hashishi Vashmini. That is the fourth level, Shishi and Shmini. So Shishi is Shlishi Lashani and Shmini is Shani Lashlishi. These two are equal. And then we have Tashi in Lamatimi Men. So we have um, level one, two, three, four, and five. Why so, because it comes straight from the south, even though it comes from inferior olives, it's on the same level as the olives that are Shemiel Rishon, even though they came through the bath. Fine. Yud, en kasha lemenera el Rishon, urvi yushvi bavad. When it comes to the menera, the only oil that we can use is Rishon, Revi, and Shvi. Yeah? Number one of each of the three groups. Rishon, Revi, and Shvi. For the menera. Yeah. So, even though Shlishi Larishan is equal to Rishan Lashlishi, because they're both on the same line, but it has to be the best of the group. You've got to bring from for the Manera, um, excuse me, you've got to bring for the, for the Manera the best of each individual group. And then I'm going to finish with the beautiful halacha, Yudalaf. We know that for the Manera, it has to be Rishain, Rishain, Revi, Vishvi. Right? That we know. But if, if all the oil is kosher for the Menachis, why do we have to start knowing the whole set of 1 to 9? It's to know what is the best in the group and what is the least in the group. If somebody wants to merit himself, if he's only bringing oil from the second group, he should bring from the best of the second group. And if he only has olives of the third group, he should bring from the best of the third group. Even though it could be inferior to 
intermediary olives of a higher group. Which the Rebbe gives up, the Rashi explains that the flax of Cain was more chashuv than the Tzain of Hevel. But because Cain didn't bring the best flax and Hevel brought the best sheep, Abishad looked to Hevel's cock because it was the best that Hevel had to offer. Bring the best.